Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Hello, hello. Good afternoon. You are on Beyond Ears and Eyes. I'm Shemaine Harris. Liesl Tom and with us in studio is the fabulous Duncan Mabasa on control. And we have a very colorful guest. A very colorful guest who's in stitches. She's laughing her ass off and I'm not quite sure why. But what was that all about? There she goes again. (laughs) It's like she's got the giggles. It's it's because I'm controlling her earphones Ah. and I can't hear. If it's too loud, Linda, just kick me if it is. I'd watch it, you girls. I want you to know I've done both of your charts. I know all your secrets. I'd <laughs> oh, be a God. little careful about what you say to me. Hush, child, hush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah, you, just saying, just saying. You better tell who that woman is that you spoke of. <laughs> okay, with us is Linda Shaw, the uh, very well-known astrologer. And we're going to talk to Linda not only about astrology and planetary influences, uh-huh. but also about Wicca. Mm-hmm. Let's start and, and there, in fact, Linda. What, yeah. What's the difference between Wicca and paganism? I thought you were going to say Wicca and Christianity for a horrible minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could go there. You could go there. Please do go there. Go there. <laughs> you know, the thing about all of the spiritual languages, and there are an increasing number by the day, is that they are all about reading energy. And reading energy is something that we all do naturally anyway. We will walk into a room and say, what's wrong with you? And you'll say, nothing, I'm fine. And you'll think, okay, well, don't tell me. But we all naturally read each other's energy. What a spiritual language does is it gives you structure and format and the words to understand what it is that you're reading and that you're understanding. Now, Wicca, for example, is essentially the study of white magic, I suppose, and the practice of white magic. And the difference between white magic and black magic is a very, very fine line. For example, with you, Shemaine, I could say, I wish for you to fall in love with George and be happily ever uh, be happily married. It depends on who's George, indeed, and what however, George looks like, indeed. However, and how much money George has? <laughs> Obviously, all of these figures must be taken into account. <laughs> Obviously, but the point is, that would be black magic because that is me interfering with your life, your karma, and George. You know, but, poor old George. But but so, don't we have consent, me and George? Well, then then yeah, then we would do a special ritual based ah. on you, and you would do the ritual and participate in all of that. So if I'm if I am trying to influence, say, your life, the most I can do to stick within the parameters of white magic is to say. Please send Shemaine happiness and, and, and love or, or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. Then, then that's white magic. And I'm so working, that's like a prayer. That's a prayer. And then once I, once I start working with Wicca, I will pick a date on which to do it. I will do a ritual. Um, I will do it under a specific kind of moon. Um, I may or may not dance naked in the, you know, frolicking <laughs> thing. That's serious. Hang on. You're going too fast. As you answer, there are more questions that I want to ask. So let's just go back okay. to right. the ritual. Mm. Wicca has rituals, so therefore yeah. it is a religion. What kind of rituals uh, do you have? You know, I hate the word religion. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> Religion implies... Firstly, a religion, all religions are man-made. And as far as I'm concerned, there is a God, clearly, or there is a creator or a universe or a cosmos or whatever you want to call it. And I am 
a piece of that. I'm a part of God. I'm a part of the universe. And therefore, I have the powers of a God. I have the powers of a cosmos. What I've forgotten because I've taken on human form is that I have these powers. And so what I'm doing with my life, me personally, I mean, you know, you're welcome to do what you choose with yours. Mm -hmm. But what I'm doing with mine is trying to rediscover my powers and manifest them and work with them in a way that is going to make the world a better place, my world anyway, a better place. How did you walk towards that discovery or that journey where you're going, okay, this is me, this is what I need to do. How'd you get there? You know, I was actually raised as an atheist. I've never been to church in my life. My father's rabidly atheist. That's a good thing, actually. Maybe it is. Because you have a clean slate. (laughs) Yeah, background there. (laughs) Sure. And I was a journalist. I was a very cynical, hard-drinking Hunt and fishing and shooting and swearing journalist. <laughs> Ambulance <Okay>. chasing. <laughs> Has and, it changed? And, and, Does one and, ever go from being a journalist to not being actually, a journalist? Actually, you never stop being a journalist. There you, do you go. You never stop. <laughs> journalism, I mean, I miss it terribly. I miss the newsroom and all of that. But anyway, one day when I was at the Sunday Times, somebody told me I must go and interview an astrologer. And I said, oh, one of those boring old idiots. And I said, can't you send a junior or something? Because I was terribly snooty and egotistical. <laughs> And uh, they said, well, there's no, look around, no one here. So I was forced to, to go and interview this astrologer. And I was just so fascinated by this woman. I think I spent the whole day there. I mean, this woman was trying to get rid of me. And I said, I have to learn how to do this. And she said, fortunately or obviously, there was a beginner's course starting that night. You know, that's how the world works. And, um, and then when I was 100 years old, I decided to have a child Um and until then, I'd been doing astrology on my own, just sort of, you know, for my own amusement, really. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to have a child, I can't be a journalist because I'll never, I'm never home till midnight. So I thought I'd freelance or try something. And and thank God, the Sunday Times said to me, "Don't you do all that wacky stuff?" <laughs> so because I said I wanted to freelance, and they, I said, "Well, well, yeah." So they said, "We'll start one of those alternative pages." Which hmm. I did And which kind of got my name out there I guess And it's been going for and, years now And I've been doing it for 25, 30 years Ages, forever Yeah, as you can see I'm now older than God <laughs> but, <laughs> but cuter than God d- d- didn't, didn't you say you are God? <laughs> Obviously as, you know, God and I are very close <laughs> um, Okay, when you were talking about the rituals in, uh, You mentioned the full moon Which takes us very nicely You're so clever Into <laughs> The planetary influences and astrology. So why would you do something during a full moon and not any old night? You know, even the scientists are prepared to believe in the power of the of the moon. Because in the old days, in early 18th century England, for example, if you murdered somebody under a full moon, you'd get a lighter sentence. You actually would. It was law. And and I was listening the other day to the science program, and they were talking about how they were now prepared to concede. The scientists, I want this heard loud and clear. The scientists were prepared to concede that the planets now affect us. The, the planet, well, the planets now. always affect. They now <laughs> prepared to concede that the planets affect us. So um, they were talking about obviously the moon affects the tides and the weather and. Um, and our emotional stuff and women's menstrual cycles. This is a given psycho, uh, scientific fact. They accept this. But they were talking about planets much further out beyond our solar system, which are affecting us and which are caused, causing tsunamis and tidal waves. And as a result, because we are 90-something percent water, whenever the, the tidal waves or, the, or the, the ocean tides are affected, our emotions are affected, and therefore we behave differently. Mm-hmm. And this, he was saying, they now have some kind of proof, Lord knows how, that this is manifested through the planets that are way beyond any galaxy that we can even see or count. So I thought, yay! 
uh-huh. any minute now they're going to start saying, because, of course, the original astrologers were astronomers. They were the same thing. And then, you know, the Christians split it, in, the wonderful Christians split it into two sections. Awesome. So let me just give some contact details. So this is cliffcentral.com. And um, if you want to send us a tweet, go to at cliffcentral.com. Facebook page is Cliff Central. WeChat ID is Cliff Central. And um, yes, we're speaking to, we're talking to Linda Shaw, well-known astrologer, uh, mad as a, I don't know, hatter, almost. <laughs> but Colourful, she's not on she drugs or Colourful. anything. How do you she's know? not sniffing glue. <laughs> so so that, that joy of life is just oozing from her. We're talking about the fact that, um, you know, about the being a, a weaker or her beliefs. And um, also, uh, we have now started to touch on the planetary, uh, what? The System? planetary energies. 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 Yeah. Planetary energies. We'll go with what go with, yeah, she go says. With that. Go with what she says. Yes. If, uh, just to add on to all the, all the contact details, if anyone wants to get in touch with Linda, you can send her an email mm. by at asklindashaw at mweb. And she was scared I was going to give her a number, so uh, I'm, I'm very glad you yeah. couldn't see her face. But also, if you if you have a, a question for right now, you can ask a question on um, either Twitter or WeChat, and we'll see whether we can get Linda to answer that. Don't be too long-winded, and do not ask about your love life. Well, they can and if they like. They just can't say, what is my future? Uh, all right. And Piano. what about money? And the lotto, I'm can just, I ask? Yeah. The numbers? Yeah. Okay. Well, except for the lotto numbers. If I knew the lotto numbers, <laughs> trust me, doll, I would be on a yacht somewhere in the Bahamas. So why can't they ask about the future? Isn't that what astrology is about? They can, but if you ask me what is my future and I have 10 seconds to answer, what do you think I'm going to say? Your future is death. But, but <laughs> yes, yes, it is. No, but here's the other thing, though. You, does that actually really make sense? Can you really um, tell someone's future? You know, is that possible? Because yeah, it doesn't I make go sense like, to me. Uh, you, you can change your mind, you know, so then yeah. it becomes. You know, you're absolutely right. If I have someone who comes into my office and says, okay, right, I want a husband <laughs> and I want to know when I'm getting a job and I want to know how many babies I'm going to have, that person, because this person has. And this is a very, you know, imaginary person. I'm not picking on anyone. Um, that person, I can literally predict every day of her life because mm-hmm. she has no thoughts of her own, no decisions to make. She's simply being m- moved along by life. But as you say, the more the more responsibility you take for your life and the more charge you take of your actions, certainly it becomes more difficult to be specific. So then what I do is I say, okay, we've got this cycle coming up. These are the areas which will be affected. This is the kind of thing that you're going to have to look at and, and work with. And, you know, what would you like to look at? And, and what is, and I can tell you the likely outcome depending on what you think your action is going to be. Okay. So, so certainly, yeah, it's, it becomes harder. Yeah. So you, you're here to assist, not here mm. to f- spoon feed. I mean, who the hell wants their whole future laid out for them? I do mean, nobody know, does. Do you know? And then we've got Cordua. I don't know if it's Cordua or Cordua. Um, and he says, uh, I've been waiting for the show. I was born 20 March, 1990. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he's waiting all it. I was waiting since I was born. <laughs> And what other info do you need? 1990, did he say? Um, yeah, it's 1990. So he's 20th of March. What do you want to know, Kodwa? Oh, is he not? 20 March, not? Okay. Listen to me going on. No, it depends, depends, depends. All right. So on the, yeah. You know, when they, sorry, just as an aside, you know, when, uh, when people comment on the fact that every, every magazine has a different beginning and end date for the signs. 
you know, some, 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 uh, some magazines will say that, for example, Taurus is from 20 March to 20 April, mm-hmm. or rather 20 April to 20 May, and some will say 21st to the 21st. And this is because every year the signs change over at a different time. So we all pick Okay. An average for ourselves, but when I see you personally, then I can tell you you are a Taurus or you're a Gemini. All right. So if if that helps, sorry. Uh, so where were we? Twentieth of March, nineteen ninety. And what did Codwell want to know? Is he a man or a woman? It's a man. Okay. Uh, it looks like a man. And then is he, he a says, man or a woman? <laughs> he looks like a man. <laughs> he says, what other info do you need? And he hasn't responded. I asked him. But 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 just just what other info would you need? To yeah. do a reading for someone To do something like this uh, That's all I need And a question Because oh. obviously this, this pace is, is pretty rapid But to, to draw up a chart for, for one of you For example As I have done As I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. So you know With a couple of words of warning um, <laughs> And please tell anyone little face. Oh my goodness Please don't <laughs> If you tell anyone I'm a control freak I will flatly deny it <laughs> And no idea what you're talking secret. about <laughs> <laughs> No idea Okay, so the date of birth uh, gives me a position of the planets at the, uh, on the day that you're born. But obviously, everybody born on that day is then going to be identical if that's the way we work. Mm. So then I will look at the place of birth, the longitude and latitude, and that kind of narrows it down a bit. And then I'll look at the time of birth. So obviously, twins, even twins are born at a slightly different time. Mm-hmm. And that will affect all sorts of things because the timing is crucial. You know, people say, oh, can I just sort of vaguely say afternoon? No, you can't vaguely say afternoon. And and in fact, there are astrologers, um, one I work with, in fact, who specialize in rectifying your time of birth if you don't know it. Oh, really? Because I can't do an accurate chart without a time of birth. Okay. But for something like the radio, this is all I need is your is your date of birth and, and a question. You know, what do you want to mm-hmm. know? So, for example, this guy, what's his name? Codwa. Mm-hmm. God, Codwa. Yeah. K-O-D-U-A, Codwa. D-U-A, and he's born on the 20th. Right. So that's the very last day of Pisces. You're quite right. It is, in fact, Pisces. Okay. Um, now, each of the planets moves around the solar system and around the chart at a different rate. So we all know our sun sign because the sun takes a month to move around the earth, or rather mm-hmm. the earth around the sun. So this, uh, uh, yeah. So the, the, the movement of the sun around the zodiac, let's stick to that, takes a month. So we all know what our sun sign is because it's pretty easy to track. The others all move at very different rates and speeds. The moon, for example, changes to a new sign every two and a half days. So it's much more difficult to keep track of the moon. But you need to know your moon sign because your moon sign will tell you how you operate emotionally. Hmm. Your sun sign, which is your Virgo or your whatever, I'm a Virgo or I'm a Taurus, your sun sign will tell you about your soul, your soul purpose. It will tell you about how your ego works. It will tell you about how your will works. Your moon sign tells you about yourself as a child, as a brat, because you know, you, we, you know, all of those of us who've had ch- children know what it's like to have brats, and we all have an inner brat. So it's nice to know how your inner brat will manifest. Now, for example, this guy, he's a Pisces. His moon is Capricorn. So with a Capricorn moon, that would indicate that he had a very difficult childhood. He probably didn't have a father. He had to grow up too young. So he forgot how to laugh. He takes himself and his life far too seriously. So a Piscean is a very sort of whimsical kind of person, a creative, artistic person who wafts from one place to the next. But because he's got this Capricorn moon, he feels pulled and drawn to take responsibility for the whole family, to do well, to be – I think I turned my – Phone on as opposed to off. It's fine. Leave yeah. it. It's not, not it a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, 
and a very serious guy. So he's he's going to be driven to to do well. Okay, because so, he, he says uh, he was born at Bar- in Baraguanas and. Uh, Will he travel the world? But that is uh, travel the world. Oof, I shouldn't think so. <laughs> he should figure that <laughs> out me, himself. Uh, eh? yeah. So, but also, yeah, we don't have to continue. Um, okay, on him with it anymore. We've had enough of you, Godwa. Yeah. <laughs> well, well what, let me be the one to thank you for listening. Let these two nasty bitches go on with their story. <laughs> Thank you, Godra. <laughs> uh, so someone was saying to me that woman. I can listen to this fabric because, of course, I do want to listen to this over and over again. <laughs> I, I, I believe I can listen to it on a podcast, only I have no idea how to do that. Yes. Could you perhaps Thank explain? Yeah, uh, 20 minutes after this show, right. you just need to go to the Clit Central website yeah. and go under today's, uh, under Tuesday, uh. and then go down below under special guests. You'll click on that. Then the show will appear, and then you can just download, share it with all your friends, and listen back to it over and over and over and over and, and over a, again. A, over and over, obviously. Nausea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Are we laughing about this whole thing and, and, and about the predictions and stuff? But you have predicted in the beginning of the year that our rand will take a blixum. Did I? And in my big mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and that the possibility exists for Zuma to step down or that he might step down. So not even quite in the middle of the year yet. So there, there's some truth in what you are um, spewing. Saying, mm, predicting. <laughs> Did you all hear that word? <laughs> I have my trusty sword, my little wand here, you know. Yeah. You, have, did you fly in on a broomstick? I have, though? I have a broomstick. I have a heel a lot. A terrible broomstick. <laughs> With the bench. Um, so, Linda, when, when, when we talk about, you know, your moon and your, all the other planets, mm. what does it mean when you say you have whichever sign of the zodiac rising? What does that rising. mean? Okay. That is, that's known as the, the rising sign or the ascendant. That's the beginning of the chart. So that's the point at which the equator goes over the horizon or other way around. I always get this wrong. Anyway, it's, it's the, it's basically marking the point at which you were born, the time at which you were born. And that will give you an indication. Those are the three main aspects of the, of the chart we need to look at is the sun sign, the moon sign and the rising sign. I just oh. want to interrupt. Sorry. Why do you keep on speaking about sun signs? Um, I heard it was star signs. Ah, yes, star signs. Well, <laughs> in fact, Linda Goodman or somebody wrote a book called Star Signs and started yes. off saying, hate that word, hate that expression. You know, I think it's, you know, it's just what people call it, the star okay. signs. But the sun sign is the sign at which your sun is lurking when you are born. All right. So, so it, but it basically, it's sun, it's star signs. Yeah. Thank you, Liesl. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're quite right. Quite right. Okay, so what is a rising sign? Okay, so the what rising sign represents your personality. It represents the self that you present to the world. So often when people say to me, so what's my sign? Because I get that all the time, drives me nuts. <laughs> it's a little more difficult because sometimes what I will pick up is their rising sign. So I'll pick that up and they'll go, no, you're wrong. And uh, although sometimes it depends which part of yourself is more prominent, you know, if you're very soul driven and very spiritually driven, then your sun sign will shine up. But generally speaking, your rising sign is your personality. It gives you a way to interact with your world, to have your relationships. Your moon sign is your emotional self, which people take much longer to understand and, and discover. And you yourself will take longer to understand and discover. I mean, for, uh, just as an example, to give you a way, an idea of how it works. My sun sign is Pisces. <clears throat> Pisces is a very shy, quiet, 
reserved energy. And that's so you. And that's so me. My <laughs> moons, and I have to say that until I was, you know, a teenager, I was very, very, very shy, pathologically shy. My parents used to put me under the table when we went to restaurants to eat. I was that shy. I was oh, in sweetheart. Yeah, seriously. So, but my moon is Leo, and Leo wants attention, recognition, and big hair. You know, which <laughs> and you have big hair and it's fiery. Yeah. So, so I had to somehow find a way to work with these two energies. So, what I did once I got to understand astrology better is what I do with myself is, for example, if I'm coming to talk on a radio show, I'll walk in saying, Pisces, shut up and sit down. Leo, get out here. I need you. Hmm. You know, so or if I'm doing a reading with someone, I'll say, Leo, shut your face. And Pisces, come on, I need you to be, you know, intuitive and all of those wonderful things. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to know which are the different aspects of yourself because then you can call on them and, and make use of them instead of just being mishmashed by whatever happens to be around. Yeah. Because then some somebody will say to you, what's wrong with you? You were fabulous yesterday. And now okay. you're sitting there with a long face. Yeah. You know, so. So, so how do, because you've got our chart. Mm. Or our Where are they? Yeah, they are. Yes, I yes, don't I, know how do I have, how do I so I can give you a yeah yeah how do I present what what do I when people see do you want to know these things I do because when uh, people say yourself, normally, you want darling. to know these things in public do you uh, well you you you, you, you caution caution <laughs> darling caution yeah, because you know what I um I'm 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 terribly private and I am quite shy um, but people always think that I am an extrovert. Yes. So there's there's something that I give them that says extrovert. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Well, first and foremost, um, where do I start? Okay, so you're a Capricorn, as you mm-hmm. know, born on fourth of January. We will not discuss any further than that. <laughs> oh, <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so you're a Capricorn, and actually, you've got a lot of Capricorn. Planets. So but you see the control freaky the, thing. I didn't say the, it. I didn't say that. It's just, it's just you know. What can I say? But um, the Capricorn energy says, I will somehow find the courage to do what I need to do because I have to do something important. I have to do something worthwhile. I have to be in charge of it, and I have to make a success of my life. I have to be responsible for everybody. Capricorn is is driven by every single Christian horror that you can imagine. Guilt, <laughs> self-flagellation, you know, <laughs> all of those things. And you will get yourself out of bed at three in the morning if it must be done. And you will sit there until four the next morning if, if you must. So there is the Capricorns are the world's achievers. Um, and what they need to learn is to lighten up and laugh a lot more, which I see you managing rather well. I'm learning. Now, I'm, I, learning. Have, yeah, mm. I have to learn. Indeed. Now, the Scorpio, your rising sign, interestingly, is Scorpio. Mm. Now, the Scorpio personality, this is where you get your very definitely private energy. No one must invade your space. No one must ask too many personal questions. And you were saying that, uh, you know, you were thinking that to be a journalist must be difficult because you've got to ask people personal questions that might hurt them or might embarrass them. And I said, what rubbish? Of course you must. Mm. And uh, that's that's from Scorpio because you don't want to be asked True. personal questions that might embarrass you. So now let's discuss. S- kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know where kidding. you're going to go. That's all fine. That's really good. <laughs> you know, it just needs to be sorted. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so the Scorpio energy, but the thing about the Scorpio energy, Scorpio is the most powerful energy in the zodiac. Scorpio 
is the energy of the great witch. So when you come in with that energy, you come in with enormous power. And the question to ask yourself is, how am I going to use this? Because the majority of people don't know how to handle that level of power and will end up using it to manipulate or abuse. And often what goes with that with that energy is um, jealousy, possessiveness. It's mine. And I'm watching your every move and I'm reading your your SMSs and I'm reading your emails and I'm checking up on you. and I'm, I, I, Because Scorpio expects to be hurt, expects to be abandoned. So... So once you uh, once you overcome all of that garbage, which is really boring and self-destructive, and begin to take your power, which I can see you're doing rather well at, then Scorpio becomes the powerhouse, and that's where your extrovert energy is starting to emerge okay. because it's saying, yes, I'm shy. Yes, I'm terrified of making an idiot of myself. Oh, terribly. But – I've got work to do, and in order to do that, I have to get out there. Now, Lisa. Now, Lisa. <laughs> oh, you've had enough now, honey. Yes. You see the Scorpios kicking and saying, okay, okay, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> it's enough, it's enough. <laughs> now, Liesl's a little uh, iffy about birth time. So I'm thinking you're actually you're probably about 10 minutes out with your birth time. This is my assumption. However, uh Liesl is 21st of September, Virgo. We love Virgos. Definitely Virgo. Definitely Virgo. Virgo. No, that is no question she's a Virgo. There's no doubt about that. The moon is Cancer, which I'll come back to. But your rising sign, your personality, what I've, uh, what I've worked out, the, the chart I've worked out with your time of birth has given me Virgo personality, and I think that's incorrect. I think you're a Libra personality, in fact, uh, which makes your birth time a little late. I'll work out the exact time for you later. However... So if your personality is Libra, and I must say, whenever I talk about Liesl to anyone, I call her the princess. And <laughs> that's how people can look you, at her. Can, that's how people look at her. Can you yeah. please Regal, just not make me sound like an absolute brat, please? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I command it. Leo. <laughs> and the point about um, Libra, Libra personality. Libra is the energy that's that's blessed by and ruled over by Venus, the goddess of love and beauty. So for you, for example, to be single would just, you might as well be dead. You know, you've got to always have a man and there always has to be a relationship and relationship is first and foremost in your life. It's primary concern. If I don't have a wonderful relationship, I can't function. Once I've got a wonderful relationship in in place, then I can fly. Then I can be whoever. So that's fine. The second part about that is that you have a natural gift and understanding for color, for beauty, for what is worth something, what isn't worth something, for what? Would that explain... Why I can't do ugly. No, you can't do ugly. <laughs> you can't do ugly. Ugly would actually damage your soul. You, you have to it live, you have to live in a beautiful place. I mean, I can live anywhere. Don't care. I would just doll it up with a bit of red paint or something. You have to have class. You would rather have nothing than a pile of garbage. Mm. So you will buy one beautiful thing rather than 50 pieces of crap. So there's a, there's a natural class that comes with that. So I'm not saying brat. Did I say brat? You didn't say brat. Never brat. So to maintain a Libra energy person is always expensive. Hmm. Always. It Ooh. must be by Ooh. definition because Ooh. you don't do cheap and you don't do. The first time my husband walked into my house, we were not dating. We were barely friends. And he looked around and he said, I'm so glad you're not my girlfriend because you're obviously a high maintenance chick. <laughs> and that, that is, was, that no was question. on a lieutenant's salary. <laughs> oh, oh <wow>. shame me. <laughs> no, you, you certainly are high maintenance. I would have to say that. 
Hmm. And and you expect romance. You expect, you know, if you're going to go on holiday, then you want to be in a five-star hotel in the Bahamas or you don't want to go. I mean, it's not like you're, you know, yeah, you're being fussy. Asking much. Asking much. No, I want it all or nothing. You know, oh. you're happy to stay home in your beautiful palace. <laughs> See, that, that wasn't bad, was it? That wasn't bad, hey? So, see, and so, well, and we're compatible because we seem to you're be compatible into each other's because spaces. you have a Virgo moon and she has a Virgo sun. So, your her soul connects with your heart basically, and you are so that's for the for normal relationships. If I look for a normal relationship and I see that, and when I say normal relationship, I mean a heterosexual or or whatever, but a love mm-hmm. relationship. If I see that, then I think, oh, got to work. They're fine. So that's your basic, you know, yummy requirement. I mean, it's not an essential requirement, but it certainly makes things easier. So you two will always understand yeah. each other. Yeah. You'll always get each other. Yeah. And, you know, if you get each other, you can work with each other. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I, I've heard a lot of was this mercury in retrograde. Mm. I do not understand it. We've got 10 minutes for that um, because I think there might be some explanation on, yeah. on that. But, you know, what does it mean? Because seemingly it it has an impact on our lives. And, it and certainly so, does. So maybe you can start with the basics and then build it out to, to tell us where we need to go with this. She's so Capricorn. I've now got to describe the whole thing. All right. Build you, it condense. <laughs> just dense. I wanted to ask you while you were explaining Capricorn, and sorry, this is an aside, Jermaine will come back now, but um, isn't the sign, the symbol for each sign, doesn't that tell you something about that that zodiac sign or that house? Yeah, yeah, certainly does. Well, if you look at the the zodiac or the horoscope, shall we say, it's a circle. Although the Indians do a square, but never mind. So the circle is a representation of your solar system. So you say, and and I have to say, although this is completely incorrect, the way that we operate is that the sun is the center of the universe, and we and all the planets revolve around the sun. And we all know that. I mean, the Earth is sorry. The Earth is the center of the universe, and everything revolves around the Earth. And from uh, from our point of view, symbolically, that makes sense because we are the center of our own world. And everything revolves around us. So scientifically, that's a bit off, which I could explain, but we haven't got time. Anyway, the point is, all of the planets will move around the Earth in a circle. And so the circle is divided into 12 sections. And each section is called a house, and each house is ruled by a sign. And that's how you get the zodiac signs. And depending on where the planet is at any time, it will be in a house and in a sign. So that will give you an indication of how it's operating at the time. Now, all of the planets, except for the sun and the moon, will at some point in their cycle around go retrograde, which means that they go into reverse. Now, when something goes into reverse, it's almost as if it stops in its tracks. It stops in its tracks. It turns around. It's going the wrong way. So if you can imagine yourself driving in reverse, looking over your shoulder, trying to keep where you're going, trying to keep your car straight. That's kind of what it's like when a planet's in retrograde. It's not quite comfortable with itself, but it can keep going. But, you know, you're driving in reverse and it's not, you know, so it's not working well. So when that planet that's in reverse is in your sign or in the sign of one of your major planets, you're going to be affected. But because it's difficult to explain this to people, you just say, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. Everybody's going to be in trouble. So Mercury represents communication and intellect, for example. So so you can't remember anything. 
I thought you, that was age. As well. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at. I'm going, okay. That. I'm in a permanent no, no, it's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> We're fabulous. And your highly personal email that you're sending to Liesl arrives on my desk. <laughs> and your car cr- breaks down and your computer packs up and freezes and your uh, your message that you had carefully prepared to tell your lover about why you're leaving him comes out as blurted horror movies. And so basically anything to do with relationships, communication, movement, travel, your luggage ends up in Guatemala and you end up in Spain, in, in you know, Rio. So it, all of those things are affected. So, and this happens with Mercury specifically three times a year. Now, the the way of knowing more or less whether where Mercury is, house. whether it's in your house, is that Mercury is generally in the same sign as your sun sign. Right. Your Mercury, rather, not the Mercury. So, if someone says at the moment Merc- uh, Mercury is in where the hell are we? It's in Taurus, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's yeah. finished. It's in Taurus until the 22nd. When's, what's yeah, the date today? Today's the 24th. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up, Linda. Uh, okay, so then it's now in – no, it's still in Taurus. Is it? But, yeah, it went direct. It's no longer retrograde since the 22nd. So it's now direct. So it's went forward jo- again. So we've moved forward again. But it's still, you know, we're still wobbling. We're still wobbling and getting used to the forward motion. So this happens three times a year for three weeks at a time. So that's nine weeks of the year Mercury's in retrograde. So the way to work with it, and irrespective of what sign it's in, the way to work with it is to think, okay, my intellect is no longer functional. So therefore, I'm going to go right brain. I'm going to go intuitive. I'm going to trust my gut. I'm going to get creative. That way, you work with Mercury in a way that you excel, in a way that it works for you. And also, I'm not going to send personal messages or get married or divorced or sign contracts. You know, when people say they're getting married during a Mercury retrograde, I think, oh, okay, let's do some rituals here. Let's get out the wicker. But one doesn't know these things. I know. You know, so you don't know that you're overly emotional because there's some uh, planetary movement keeping you back or turning you back. Would you tell someone that, Linda? Oh, yeah. Well, no, not, look, not if the wedding invitations have been sent out and the date is set and the dress is bought. Then I say, well, let's try and work around this and see how we can maximize the good energies. But certainly if things can be changed, you know, it's like if somebody says, what do you think of my haircut? You must say fabulous because it's too late. Mm. But if you say, shall I cut my hair all off? I'll say perhaps not, Mm. you know. So, you know. But if you're you a good friend, careful. you're going to say, no, that's a shite. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm you, not. You'll no, never, never do that. Never, never. No, because <gasps> what's the point of making someone lose confidence if they've already cut their hair off? It's too late. You say it's fabulous. <laughs> we could, what about a hat? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, there you so. go. There you go. That's the part you want to go to. What about a hat? <laughs> yeah. And at the moment, interestingly, Mars is retrograde, which is even more difficult than which it's means Mars conflict. Mars is conflict, it's competitive energy, it's anger, it's passion. So all of these things are muted. So there's frustration. I'm sure the traffic's worse than usual. People are hooting at each other because they don't know how to express their, their anger. They don't know how to express their creative ability. They don't know how to express their passion. It's sort of squashed in a box. Until when is it in retrograde? Ah, yeah, and then maybe you can tell boring. us how to, to um, okay. you know, work with it for the next month or so. Yes, indeed. Until, uh, yeah. That's until actually the end of June. So we've got another whole month of it, I'm afraid. So, of, so of, of being of, angry of and not knowing how to not vent. In the le- well, that's the, the, the negative scenario. 
Mm-hmm. Give me the flip side. Because I was telling Jermaine earlier, she was, she was, you're very hard on yourself, darling. So no, she was once Capricorn. again saying that she's this. And I said to her, no, 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 no. I'm going to lead Linda into a conversation that explains to you that there's always a flip mm-hmm. side. And there you did it without me saying, you are so you fabulous. <laughs> You not? guys are so feeling yourselves right now. Get on with it, Linda. Just go with that. Give us the reason why we should be watching out for this retrograde thing that's hitting us until June for a month and a half. July. Okay, so she's playing mom and telling us what to do. This is Capricorn. This is so Capricorn. This is so Capricorn. How you love me. <laughs> no, we, look, the world would be in chaos without Capricorns, let me assure you. Um, okay, so the Mars energy, if we can use it in terms of creating, developing our romantic energy, developing our creative energy, then we are working with a different side of it. We, we, we're working with the side of Mars that is usually muted and suppressed. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're focusing, when you're starting to feel frustrated, for example, and the idiot next to you is driving incredibly badly, do some light breathing and think about... I wonder what's going on in that guy's head. Or I wonder what color I'd like to paint my bedroom so that it would bring out my lover's most passionate thoughts. Or, you know, whatever. Take yourself to a creative place or, or a source of passion or start thinking about what is my passion. So it's all about your thoughts, really. As long as you have an awareness of your thoughts, you can change them. Is it a good time to start relationships now? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> so is anyone- it ever a good time? <laughs> No, look, no, uh, no, let me, let me. Within the next month and a half, I'm talking about. It's not a bad time to start. It's just that the, the person that you meet, specifically men, because Mars is a very male energy and it's, it's, you know, they're going to appear much gentler and softer than they actually are. So just keep that in mind. So, so ladies, hold off until (laughs) after July. (laughs) Until after June. From the 1st of July, we're clear. Okay. And yeah, or else just enjoy the next four months of this very sweet guy who suddenly turned into a gorgeous soft lamb before he turns back into a gorilla. You know, either or. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the boys? What the will the boys, boys get? Because <laughs> Duncan is sitting here. The boys he, yeah. will get a, a, a meek and behave, well-behaved girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, and they wants must, to please them, and they'll know the difference, huh? <laughs> <laughs> After June, <laughs> Linda, I want to ask you about planets returning, like uh, Saturn returning. What, what what does that mean? Why okay. are people so freaked out by it? Yeah, it's actually it's amazing. Well, we have all of uh, you know in astrology we measure, measure life in cycles, and the planets, as I say, move at different speeds. So Saturn, for example, is a very very important planet. Saturn will take twenty eight or twenty nine years, twenty eight to twenty nine, depending on the year, years to get right around the chart or right around the solar system or the zodiac. So when it returns, it returns to its original place in when you are twenty eight, twenty nine, and when I say twenty eight, twenty nine, it's because of course. Like any other planets, it's going retrograde forward, back and forth, back and forth before it actually settles and then moves on. So you actually have a period between 28 and 30 where you are experiencing what's known as the Saturn return. The Saturn has returned to its original place. And during that time, you are tested more horrifically than you can ever imagine. You ask anyone about those years and they will have a story. You either get married, divorced, your parents die. Something. The, the, the point of it is to force you to become a grown-up. In astrology, you're not considered an adult until you're 30, until you've been through your first Saturn return. And during those years, you will have to do something that forces you to take responsibility for your life. And those people who are drug addicts or 
you know, whatever, who don't want to take responsibility, who have run away from their children and left them to be reared by someone else, those people are going to be in real trouble. If you've been working on yourself, obviously, obviously you manage it better, but no one escapes. You know, you will battle. It's, it's a difficult time. So there are very, there are different returns for every planet. Every planet returns to its original place. So Mars is, is every two years. Mars Ju- is aggression. Mars is aggression. Yeah, exactly. Jupiter is every 12 years, which is your luck cycle. Every 12 years you go into a luck cycle. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to continue, <laughs> and I know I'm sitting with a pen in hand, <laughs> but we need but to she's go. she's pointing at me. <laughs> we need to go. I'm so sorry. It felt like this just went so fast, and we didn't touch anything, but we are out of time. And Linda, so thank you very much. It was really Fabulous to have you here, isn't it, Lisa? You in your it was element. great fun. No, we had fun, and I think that's what we set out from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm, what are we doing and, next? What are you doing uh, next? Well, we're not quite sure, but Lisa wants to get someone in who speaks to aliens. But give us your email address mm-hmm. so that people can get in touch <laughs> with you. What's your email address? And on that note, we're going to say goodbye. what on a one-to-one basis? Yes, on a one-to-one basis. Uh, that's my email. Yeah, she's got my email address. The oh, you must read it. I'm showing oh, it to you oh, in oh, case you forget. Oh, I must read it. Ah. Ask Linda Shaw is one word uh, at mweb.co.za. Yay. Please do <laughs> send me Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks, Linda. Thank and you. Thank you for listening. Liesl, I'm out. What about you? I had a good time. Thanks so much, Maine. Thanks, Linda. And thank you, Duncan. You sweet thing. We didn't look at his chart, did we? No. <laughs> this is cliffcentral.com.